16th. Of, today's May 16th, and we we're studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter step is step 12, working with others. And our speaker tonight is Deanne. Thank you, Deanne. Take it away. Let's see, I'm unmuted. Yes. Thank you. Well, I am just so glad to be here. And I thank Heidi for asking me. Um, this is such a privilege. I love this meeting. I haven't been here in a very, very long time. Um, not, I shouldn't sound like that. But that's not really true. Very, very long. Sounds like years and years. <laughs> and that's not, that's not right. Um, but I am really glad to be here and I'm glad to be um, recovered by, you know, God's grace and mercy um, for today. And I am thrilled to be talking about step 12 because like, that's really, that's really where I wanted to be, you know, I really, I, I struggled in a relapse um, and I would have to say that like the most painful part of that was that I had to stop sponsoring. I mean, I had to be, you know, honest with the people that I was working with. Um, and that was a real turning point, you know, for me was that honesty, um, cause it still seemed okay on the outside, but you know, it really wasn't. And so I come to you today, you know, with a real, um, a real sense of gratitude for being exactly where I am right now. And I say that all the time, like, you know, I am in exactly the right place at the right time. That's, that's almost like a mantra for me, because that, that is how I feel. Um, and that's actually, you know, to be on, to be discussing what step 12 right now is actually is really, it is, it's divine, perfect timing. Um, I am sponsoring again and, um, it's just, it's an incredible gift. However, there is more to step 12 than sponsoring. Um, and so I'm actually going to read from the AA 12 and 12, um, which is a book that I also love in addition to the big book. But what's really cool about the 12 and 12 for me and why it personally has so much um, resonance is because it was, I think this was written about 18 years after um, the big book, which means that there were all those years of practical experience. I mean, talk about like step 12, you know, that was their experience, Bill's experience of carrying this message for 18 years. And he learned a lot um, and his perspective and the clarity um, that I find in this book is extremely helpful because um, so much practical experience that they couldn't have had, you know, in the beginning, they were still just, you know, starting to, to do this process. Um, and so one thing that I also really like to share about this book is that in the, 
in the table of contents, it's not just like a typical table of contents. Each step and each tradition has actually a really great paragraph um, that kind of sums up the steps. And it's like you could do, you know, a study just on the table of contents. It's that good. So I'm going to share with you guys tonight. Um, the step 12 in the table of contents of this book. Um, and I'll, I can tell you how all of the things that, that they are talking about here, you know, are really applicable to, to my life and to working this step. So if any of you have the book and you want to look at it, it's page eight in the table of contents at the bottom is step 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics and compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. And I, the first thing I definitely like to do with step 12 also with actually each step is really break it down. And for me, you know, the, again, the words are so clear, but I think a lot of the times we say it so often that it sort of gets lost. And so what they're saying here is that, that we have had a spiritual awakening, but not just like as a spiritual awakening from like, you know, yoga or, or some other form. It says as the result of these steps. So it is a direct result of working these steps. And the other part that I love, especially for people who are scared to sponsor, is it says, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics. It doesn't say we successfully carried it or everyone got you know sober and abstinent after we did it. It literally tells us right here, what we're required to do is try to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice. It doesn't say to do these principles or even to live these principles. It uses the word practice. Like that is what is so beautiful about this program is that it is a practice. Um, and so it says that we practice these principles in all our affairs. And these are the principles of the message, like each step has a principle, but the principles that, that they're talking about are the ones that we received and learned about as a result of this spiritual awakening and working these steps. So that's my geeking out on the, on the step. And now I will read you the little blurb. It's not that little. Joy of living is the theme of the 12th step. And like that blew me away. I was like, what? Joy of living? I thought it meant you just had to sponsor. Like, you know, this was my thinking about what step 12 meant. So I'm here to say joy of living is the theme of the 12th step. Like, hooray. Action is its keyword. Giving that asks no reward. Love that has no price tag. What is spiritual awakening? A new state of consciousness and being is received as a free gift. 
readiness to receive this gift lies in the practice of 12 steps. The magnificent reality. Rewards of helping other alcoholics and compulsive eaters. Kinds of 12-step work. Problems of 12-step work. What about the practice of these principles in all our affairs? Monotony, pain, and calamity turns to good use by practicing of steps. Difficulties of practice. Two-stepping. Switch to 12-stepping and demonstrations of faith. Growing spiritually is the answer to our problems. Placing spiritual growth first. Domination and over-dependence. Putting our lives on a give-and-take basis. Dependence upon God is necessary to the recovery of alcoholics. Practicing these principles in all our affairs. Domestic relations in Overeaters Anonymous. Outlook upon material matters changes. And so do feelings about personal importance. Instincts are restored to true purpose. Understanding is key to right attitudes, right action, and key to good living. So yeah, that's not a little, that's a lot. Um, But these, like every single one of these is like, is true. It's true for me. And like, this is true like what happens when you get to this step and then the instructions for how to basically start, you know, one through 12 all over again, pretty much every day. I mean, you know, when I can, I can share this with you also, this is, you know, personally, you know, when we talk about, um, being recovered. And a lot of times we talk about like being in 10, 11 and 12. Um, that is true, but honestly, um, that's almost like three-stepping. They're talking about two-stepping right here. And sometimes they mean 11 and 12, and sometimes they mean like one and two, but the truth of it for me is that like every day, around one situation or another, I am working from one to 12. Um, Because I may be totally surrendered about six different things in my life. But then there's that seventh thing that I'm actually not, you know, surrendered about. And so that means I need to be in step one, and, and working all of the steps. Like each day, I find that I can work every single one of these steps. So 10, 11, and 12, it's like, that's not like the place that you arrive after, you know, you've worked all the steps. It's like where you arrive is that, oh, you're back to the beginning again. Like you just get to keep working them all, all, all day. 
Um, and, you know, I love when they say instincts restored to true purpose, because that reminds us again, that like our instincts are not bad they are not wrong. They are not, um, they're not, um, evil. Um, they were also like created when we were created. And, you know, a lot of this book talks about how, you know, sanity is actually having your, you know, your instincts restored to like, to, to health, um, instead of harm, because that's where, you know, our untreated addiction, you know, leads us to, to harmful instinctual behavior. Um, and what I love is when it says it restores them to true purpose. And, and in my prayers every day, like I, I modify the prayers that are in, you know, in our literature and I sort of write them, you know, for myself, you know, they're, they're customized prayers because my relationship with my higher power of my conception speaks the language that I speak. And so I speak my prayers and my, you know, conversation in my own language. And so something that I say every day in my prayers, and I actually start this way is, um, uh, God, please help me to align your purpose for me with your power. Uh, and that is something that is really helpful to me because, you know, I get uh, confused about my purpose. Like I may have like, you know, a clear clarity about my purpose at like 8 a.m., but then like at 2 p.m., maybe like, oh, you know, wait a minute. It seemed like that was my purpose and now I'm not sure. And so that's when, again, I say that, I say that again to God, like, you know, please align your purpose for me with your power because I need, you know, the power to be able to carry out, you know, God's purpose for me, which I, which is really, living a life that is like it says here living a life that is giving and doesn't ask for a reward and giving love that has no price tag and that is really you know what sponsorship truly is is about um it is you know, coming into a relationship with another human being who is suffering from the same, you know, disease that I have and offering, you know, my experience um, to help them and not asking. Oh, thanks, hon. Um, and not asking them to for anything in return and especially not you know sobriety and abstinence i'm not doing i am not working with someone as a sponsee to get you know their 
their abstinence or their sobriety or, or their, their anything. I'm just here to like carry the message of how I, you know, recovered and how I continue to recover on a daily basis and help them to have a connection to something that is not only greater than them, but in whatever form it may take, because that is what this meeting is about, um, that, that this power is loving. That, that is extremely important in my recovery. And to me, it doesn't need, that doesn't need a name, but there, there needs to be like some, some of me sharing that with a person that I am sponsoring with and them being able to open their heart to receive. Like I would say that if if there is one one way to connect with a higher power, um, that it almost never fails, is if we come to all of this with an open heart. Even more important than an open mind. Like yes, we need we must have an open mind. But the connection with a higher power, in my experience, does not occur solely, you know, in the mind. It really, it really occurs um, from the heart space. Uh, and so that's that's my experience. And so the more that I can open my heart to somebody that I am sponsoring, the more that they seem to be comfortable also opening their heart. Um, I had somebody, you know, I had a woman I was sponsoring today, you know, say something to me that she, you know, said that she, she never tells the truth about, but that she, she, you know, wanted to tell the truth about today. Um, and that requires trust, you know, but that's, that's from, that's from the heart. It was from her heart to my heart. Um, and so, of course, I would not break that trust. Um, I really don't know if I'm making any sense, but I hope you guys get what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I think that was, I think that's almost five minutes, right? Um, and what I will share with you is, you know, the another prayer that I have customized for the most practical usage, which is the set aside prayer. So if you don't know the set aside prayer, it is the greatest prayer because you just, you can modify it to have whatever is going on in your life. You can insert it in there. So it's not a specific like prayer. Some people say it specifically, but the way that I say it is, oh, God, I off, but no, that's the third step prayer. Sorry, God, please help me to set aside everything I think I know about whatever it is 
I mean, it can be about my kids. It can be about my work. It can be about, uh, I mean, you know, the weather, anything. God, please help me to set aside everything I think I know about what a higher power is so that I may have an open mind, an open heart, and a new experience. And I say thank you. Amen. Done. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Deanne. What a wonderful share. Um, we're now going to open the meeting up for questions or for three-minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week, which is step 12, working with others. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions, or asterisk nine if you're on the phone. And the Zoom host will call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Um, Ian, will you set a timing for three minutes for each share, please, and announce when the time's up? And if the speaker's asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer. Okay, here we go. Who would like to share? Go ahead, Heidi. Hi, thank you. I'll get us started. Um, Heidi B from New York. Thank you, Deanne, for your service. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. I've never um, read, it's so funny, I've never read the um, table of contents paragraphs. And this is so, I just love it so much. I'm going to like now have it be part of my thing that I read. <laughs> so, um, so thank you for that. Um, and yeah, I just, I really loved what you said about um, align, you know, asking God to align your purpose with his power. Um, I, um, I, when I first started um, sort of developing prayers, I, I would just say like, I don't know, whatever I was told to say basically, <laughs> or, or whatever it says in the book. Um, and so it's been, um, I'm not big on like personalizing prayers, but the one thing, um, I actually wrote about it this very morning. Um, the one thing that I have been asking, um, sort of around the seven step more, but like Justin, like what, it, you know, whatever it is that you need me to be, um, let me be that today rather than please. What I was originally taught was like, please, you know, help me to be whatever, you know, um, whatever it was that was on that list. But, <laughs> um, so I, I really love that. I, and thank you so much for that. Um, I did really quickly want to ask a, a question, um, a, as to, in terms of like actually working with others, um, how has that like changed and developed for you as you yourself have also um, uh, reworked the steps and, and have had experience, um, you know, with different people? So thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Heidi. That's such a good question. Actually, it really has a lot. You know, I used to be, um, well, 
I've been here, um, you know, for many decades. So <laughs> I've had, you know, all different types of, uh, of sponsors, sponsorship, you know, styles. Um, and I had the same sponsor for a really long time who still is, you know, she's literally, you know, one of my best friends, my, my sponsor that I have now calls her one of my significant others, which I, I think is so great. Like I I've never heard anybody, you know, say that uh, about people that are your friends and walking this path. So, um, so her wisdom is, is, you know, invaluable to me. Um, but I did really want, I really asked for a new experience and, um, I, I actually have a male sponsor, which I never thought that I ever would. I thought that was like a big no, no. Um, and it was absolutely what God had planned for me because, you know, like, oh, wow, really? Gender is like, it's, it's not, you know, it's not specific to sponsorship. Like, you know, I get what they thought back then and I do definitely understand it. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, is that I do sponsor differently now. And I want to say, Heidi, that it is much more, um, there's much more clarity and less like writing assignments and like rigidity. There's a lot more referring very directly to the book, reading the book, you know, together, um, reading this book. Um, and really um, connecting on um, practical experience of what it, of what it's like to live this way on a daily basis. Um, I definitely suggest that you know people that I'm sponsoring, like you know the meetings that I go to are important for my recovery so I share it with them but I don't demand now that they go to my meetings like and I did before definitely and a lot of directives and I would say that you know I definitely don't have as many directives I have some you know just helpful things to you know guide but um I don't I don't speak to sponsees every day I don't know if someone's timing me, right? Is Ian timing me for three minutes? Um, but, you know, definitely several times a week. Um, and, That's three minutes. you know, I would, I would just have to say, okay, so there you go. I hope that was helpful. We can talk more about it, Heidi. <laughs> Thank you. Ian, you are up. Hi, I'm Ian F. Also, a reader, very grateful to be here. Um, I hate cutting DNA off, but I have to as the timer. Um, <laughs> man, uh, I, I I love being pointed to the table of contents and having my mind blown away. Um, that section, Joy of Living, is the theme of the 12th step. Action, it's key word, giving that asks no reward, love that has no price tag. It's just a beautiful, beautiful idea. Um, and I remember when I, one of the first things, I, I had I had like this kick when I started of like looking up speakers on the various steps and the various ideas. And I think it was like Sandy B, an AA uh, uh, speaker, and he he had this joke about how he would he was obsessed with trying to get out of his head, and he would 
sit alone in his apartment and trying to figure out how to get out of his self, <laughs> you know? And, and it made me think of like, I had this vocal teacher and she would talk about how singing is really hard because your tongue is designed to swallow. It's designed to go back and to sing, it has to go out. And so the hardest thing as a, as a new singer to do is to, is to relax your tongue so that it can go outward. And that's very much what 12 stepping or like 12 step work feels like to me. It's like, it's, it's my, as an addict, it is so natural to me to turn back to myself, everything that I will do. My first instinct is always, no matter where I am in my recovery, to think about, okay, how can I solve this? What can I do better? What puzzle can I, you know, no, it's just like, like me, me, me. Um, because that's just how I'm wired. Uh, and it's, and it's so hard to like relax that. Um, and I think the word relax is like, I, I think that's crazy. Cause I never think I've never thought of the program as being something that was very, that was relaxed, that was gentle, that was kind, you know? Um, my, my sponsor tells me all the time, she's like, Ian, it's a loose garment. You know, that doesn't mean you go binge and you say it's okay. <laughs> it means that like the, the, the steps and the, the tools are, are meant to be gentle and, and, and firm and they're meant to help you be free. And like, that's all that any of this ever is. It's, it's like, what is, where is the freedom? Do that. <laughs> Um, and so when it says joy of living is the theme, that's, that's what it feels like to me. It's just like, where's the joy? That's where I go. Um, that's all I've got. I will pass. Thank you, Ian. Who else would like to share or ask a question? Okay. Hi, I'll jump, I'll jump in. With Yvonne, go ahead. Yeah, thank you. Um, Yvonne, compulsive reader uh, in BC, Canada. Deanne, thank you so much. Um, I wanted to tune in again tonight because I'm uh, in this place where I'm a pretty new sponsor. I'm only uh, just past my one, one year. So um, it's all such a mystery to me and it's so interesting because everybody talks about you know how their their style develops over time some people have rigid rules some people have loose and it's all very confusing um because I'm one of these people that's like well just show me the book on the, the things I have to do um because I don't want to mess anybody up and I don't want to break anything um and and obviously, I mean, all we have, all, all ultimately we have to give is our own experience, strength and hope, what worked for us, um, what we do to, to stay recovered in the program. Um, but I wondered if you could just talk a little bit about um, how you feel out or decide that, you know, that sponsor or sponsorship relationship is right with somebody. Like I talked to people up front, but I, and I mean, we, we pray on it. I pray on it. Um, but ultimately, I, I'm never quite sure, um, you know, what it is, whether that's the right fit or the wrong fit or, or whatever. And I just wondered if if you had any advice on that, like what you look for um, as to whether you might be able to be helpful to someone. I'll let you answer. Thank you. 
Thank you, Yvonne. That's a, I mean, that's a, a really good question. That's one that like, you know, everybody, everybody kind of wants to know, right? Like inquiring minds want to know about like, you know, this, this concept of like fitting, you know, like they definitely, you know, we're not about fitting. <laughs> there's nowhere in the big book and there's nowhere in this book that it says, you know, that, you know, if anything, it says, you know, we fit ourselves to be of maximum service um, to, to, you know, God, as we understand God and to our fellows. So the directions are right there. So we've kind of complicated it and made it more, you know, like picking and choosing. And, you know, like in the beginning, there wasn't that much, there wasn't that many to pick and choose from. Um, you know, now it's a different story, um, obviously. But I think that like, that's part of where we get like tripped up, you know, with, with that, like, should I, you know, be helping this person? Am I, you know, my qualified? Are they willing enough? Are they, you know, do they want it enough? And, and I would just say that in my, you know, experience that um, reading the doctor's opinion together, um, actually, I strongly suggest that the first thing you read together is actually the foreword. Um, even before you read the doctor's opinion, because um, the foreword is actually where it says the word, you know, recovered, which is, and it also, the first word in both of those chapters is we, but in that very first foreword, you know, the first word is we. So like, that sort of answers the question that you're even asking me. Like, if you have an open mind and an open heart and you can sit with a person and virtually or, you know, on the phone or whatever and read the foreword together. Um, and you could say right after you read the foreword, like, do you feel like, you know, you want to go on and, and read some more? Because what we're really trying to do is like, we, we are, we're trying to be a friend, you know, someone we're trying to care. Like this is about love that, you know, has no, so if you put it in the context in lo of love, instead of like, I have to sponsor and is this person going to get it? And I, am I going to do good? Or are they going to like, or are they going to think I'm a failure or whatever? It's like, then we're back to self again. So like open your heart to this experience instead of like thinking about it from your like linear brain. And I would say that that is really where you will know. Like, and believe me, if somebody is not ready or they don't want it, they're just like going to stop calling you. So yeah, it's all going to take care of itself. So that's what I would say. Thanks. Thank you, Clarissa. Um, I really, really liked when you said that you, you don't have all these, you're style of sponsorship changed from having, you know, all these directives to suggestions. It's more gentle and it's more um, allowing. And that has never been my experience with a sponsor. And 
<laughs> a lot of them. And so I'm really grateful that there are people out there that, you know, feel this way. It gives me um, hope. Thank you. Thank you. Carla, why don't we go ahead and stop the recording? And then Nancy, you want to go